Diverse Income Trust invests primarily in quoted or traded UK companies with a wide range of market capitalizations, but a long-term bias towards small and mid-cap equities. Now, joining me today to discuss the current market conditions is Gervase Williams, Fund Manager at Premier Mighton Investors. Gervase, good morning to you. Good morning, Charles. Gervase, you've written a number of books on the retreat of globalisation and the demise of China. What is the impact on China of some of the internal challenges that they're facing and the broader macroeconomic changes afoot? Yes, I mean, China's got two challenges. The first is that it's become quite an indebted nation during the last um, 10 and 20 years. Um, so it's going into the downturn quite indebted with a lot of excess property. Um, and that's an uncomfortable position. Uh, and the second feature is they've been very constrained in terms of the economy overall with their uh, ability to, 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 to lock down and, and keep the country free of uh, COVID. Clearly, the second of those has now been released. They will get a big wave of COVID. Um, hopefully, like the rest of the world, they'll become stable after that. And that's a good news story for the Chinese economy going forward. But unfortunately, all that happens is then they're faced with their second challenge, which is the country itself is over-indebted and they've got a lot of excess property, which is not productive. And so ultimately, my own view is, although China will have some form of recovery next year, I think it's going to be a disappointing recovery. And um, I don't think it's going to be a driver of global growth for the next three and five years. Okay. Now, in terms of the US, the S&P has been on a rally really since October. Um, Falling back slightly last week. Now, in my mind, that raises two questions. Will the recessionary market bring about further declines? And at some point, should we expect the stock market to rally in anticipation of a decline in interest rates and a return to economic growth? Yes, I think there was uh, worries about recession in the US next year. Um, if anything, although there are some job losses in particularly the technology sector uh, and some of the housing sectors, generally the US economy is still stronger than most people think, in my view. I think it will slow. I think there will be um, no growth or possibly an odd recession next year. But unfortunately, although that will mean that inflationary pressures come down in the short term, they may not be as low as the Fed would like uh, in the medium term. And so although I think the Fed may not raise interest rates quite as much as people feared, and there will be some joy on that, I think ultimately um, this is going to be uh, an uncomfortable period when uh, the market's fighting the Fed and, 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 and and that's an aphorism which most people uh, feel is uncomfortable. So although the U.S. economy has recovered, you know, sorry, the U.S. stock market has already recovered somewhat and could recover a little bit more over Christmas and into the new year, my own view is actually that, um, that the U.S. economy is already uh, sort of going to be more difficult in terms of turnout. It's going to be more inflationary than people think. And I think the stock market itself probably is already at an elevated valuation and is therefore vulnerable to going down. Particularly, there's a large amount of bond issuance next year, which I fear I think, may be up to a trillion of dollars coming from the US government. So, so the bottom line is, therefore, I think um, whilst markets are stable and improving at the moment, I don't think there's a significant return to be made, not just in the stock market in the US, but generally in stock markets. I think it's a difficult time for investing into 2023. Sure. Okay. Um just looking at the UK, the CBI gave a rather downbeat forecast for the UK economy in 2023 and said GDP would fall by 0.4%. Will diversification in the Diverse Income Trust position the trust well for short term and for recovery? 
Yeah, the key issue about the Diverse Income Trust is that many of the companies in the portfolio are mainstream companies, and we do have some large 100 companies in the portfolio. There's also a large number of other companies in the A market, for example, and they're at different stages in their corporate cycle. Some are more immature businesses, some are serving markets which are themselves just novel and still in a period of structural growth. So in short, whilst the fund will be affected by the level of stock markets and the general trends, uh, many of the companies in the portfolio are hopefully well positioned to not just survive but thrive at a time when uh, the global economy and the UK economy is under pressure. Um, and this is because basically uh, we've got a much wider range of companies and a much wider range of opportunities, some of which actually improve um, when market conditions get tougher. So coming back to it, the underlying income is stable and, and improving, uh, which is of course then the core, core feature we, we look at. But the valuations UK valuations are low anyway, it's underperformed for the last 20 or 30 years, but UK uh, companies are listed on the A market, particularly income companies on the A market, are standing at what we consider to be extraordinarily low valuations, not just relative to the rest of the UK, but relative to international valuations. Uh, and therefore we are uh, surprisingly upbeat about the potential for this fund to recover in share price terms, um, even if the world economy is more unsettled and the, uh, there's a large amount of bond issuance, which, which, which is a challenge to all equity markets. So coming back to your question, yes, um, we think the diversification is a real advantage in the coming year. Sounds good. Okay. Just uh, picking up on a couple of those stocks in the trust, Just Group is a financial services company in the trust and focused on the retirement sector. In its results over the summer, it highlighted a record pipeline of $5 billion. It clearly has strong growth prospects, don't you think? Yes, I mean, the key issue about this company is it's, um, it's been preparing itself for a period of uncertainty. Uh, when interest rates are falling, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's constrained the ability of the business to grow. Um, when interest rates are rising, um, it's helpful for this business. And so we've been through a long period of interest rate reductions, clearly when a period of interest rate rises. Uh, and the net effect is that actually the prospects for this company are continuing to improve. Uh, specifically, it's a company which is a little bit complex, and for that reason, uh, a lot of investors overlook it, its, its advantages. We think the valuation is low, we think the prospects are good, uh, and that's a lovely combination to invest in at a time when uh, quite a lot of other companies are coming under margin pressure and, and global growth is more uh, uncertain. Indeed. Now, TPI Cup is another large FTSE 250 financial stock. Uh, it has operations in 27 countries. Group revenue of almost 1.6 billion, which was in the first half of 2022, and it was up 10% year on year. All asset classes in its global broking division delivered high single to double digit growth in the third quarter. But what are your thoughts on the on the company? Yes, yeah, interesting. Interesting. Again, it's another company. It's a financial business which is a beneficiary of uh, bond markets uh, yields rising. It's 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 had a tough time in the last few years. Specifically, it's made an acquisition of LiquidNet, which allows um, some of its customers to find liquidity uh, at a time when it's um, more difficult. Um, I think that's a really major advantage. I think market liquidity is going to be really difficult for many companies, and this is particularly on the bond side I'm talking here. And the fact that they actually have got a potential solution which will hopefully not just improve it, but make a significant difference to liquidity and, and clearing of, uh, of, of, of people who need to sell I think is a really big advantage um, and they're expecting all that investment to start maturing in the next year or so um, and if it does um, you know it's good if it does uh, well it, it, it's even better so 
the risk reward ratio again a bit like just group uh, we think is is pretty attractive sounds good okay uh final company that i want to talk about was paypoint it's transforming its business in shopping e-commerce payments and banking it announced that it intended the acquisition of Appreciate Group for $83 million. I think that was on the 7th of November. How do you view its progress now? This is interesting. Again, I think this company is very overlooked. Uh, it's in, you know, there's a lot of terminals in, in most of the corner shops across the UK. Um, and I think this is an area where, um, I think, you know, with post offices and banks closing offices, uh, we think there's more opportunity for them to take market share in terms of payments and, 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 and this is you know, obviously collecting um, uh, you know, extra payments from the government as well. You can do that through the PayPoint terminal. So from that point of view, um, we think it's a really got a fantastic market position. Um, it's, it's, it's continuing to grow. Um, you appreciate acquisition, gives them further opportunity. Um, and again, what's quite nice about it is not just that it's a strong business, it's, it's relatively resilient to recession, but most particularly it pays a good yield uh, and we expect that dividend grip to grow over time. And that's really the cornerstone of what the Diverse Income Trust is about. We look for companies which produce good and growing income. And as long as that income comes through, then you know, share prices will eventually catch up. Um, and that's um, where we are now. The valuations may have come down, but the income is still coming through. Good news. Okay. Talking to us today was Gervais Williams, Head of Equities at the Diverse Income Trust. Gervais, thanks for joining us on Directors Talk today. Thank you very much, Charles.